ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Still Love You, Bro. My name's Jess. Uh, I'm going to be one of the hosts today. I'm the straight Christian conservative one here. And uh, sitting next to me is my uh, lovely uh, gay Buddhist libertarian co-host, Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris, how are you doing today, my brother? <laughs> I'm ready to talk about news commentary. Ah, yes. That really just set yeah. the mood. It did. Um, Chris wow. told me to roll with the intro, and I don't think he understood fully what he asked me to do. That's what happens. What I meant was just start when you oh, normally think you would start. That That's... You said roll he with said it. Roll with you it. Want so. He said roll with you it. You want me to do so. the normal thing? I'll do the normal thing. But when you say roll with it, I go with my emotions. And it was whatever the heck that Those was. Those emotions uh, were everywhere. I'll, I'll clarify that better next time. Okay. Can you hear me right now? Yes. yes. Okay, sorry. Yes, hello. I'm just hello. making sure. We can all hear you, Chloe, because oh, you're you. on Still Love You, Bro. Oh, I am? Hello, listeners. Wow, so yeah. it's been um, a couple of weeks. We we didn't release last week, and um, has it been a couple? There's, yeah, there's a there's a good reason for that. Jess yeah. may want to tell everybody. He may oh, yeah. not. But I, I got a new job, and it's been a new con- job consuming my life a bit more than my previous job. Yeah, now we know it's w- what's important to you. Yes, yes, it is my my uh, um, gas money. Uh, so um, anyway, so we uh, we are back once again, um, and we appreciate everyone sticking around and waiting for the next episode to release. Um, Chris, you have more than more topics than I do today. So how about you go first and sling one of yours at me? Well, one's not a discussion, but, um, you know, the world is just crazy right now with Omicrons and yeah. COVID's getting all crazy. And in my newsfeed, it popped up. So the universe is expanding faster than it should be. Uh, I guess the Hubble Space Telecoast, but Telescope figured that out. Like, no kidding. Well, you know, something's going on. The Hubble Space Telecoast is really important. <laughs> it can, it can, um, it can observe those things. I'm sorry. I was making fun of how you said telescope. Te- telescope. Tele- telecoast. Telecoast. Um, telecoast. So that makes me worry a little bit. Like the universe is expanding. COVID's getting crazy. From what I understand, the universe has always been expanding, but, um, but faster than normal. Interesting. I know it's Ooh. expanding faster than the speed of light, which means we can never actually reach the edge of the universe. It's expanding faster than light itself. So Matthew McConaughey did. Right, but we're not Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Between Two Ferns when um, Zach Galifianakis. Boy, I butchered. <laughs> boy, I butchered that, didn't I? Zach Galifianakis. And I thought I said. And I, I don't thought even... I couldn't say ubiquity. <sighs> you just said it correctly. G. I know. I've practiced so hard I can say ubiquity. He interviewed him, and, and he did the all right, all right, all right. And he said, that's just the last reviews from your last few movies. <laughs> thought that was great. Oh. Um, no, it's uh, what, I, what I do have is um, uh, Pantene and Herbal Essences um, are like recalling a bunch of hairspray. I don't fully understand this. If anybody's seen our show logo, we're we're anonymous, so they're cartoons, and clearly the one that has no hair probably knows nothing about Herbal Essences shampoo and, um, well, you know, shampoo, but um, hairspray. We'll leave that um, up to you guys to figure out which one yeah. it is. But apparently they have found that there is a cancer-causing agent, like, in the shampoos. Oh, really? Yeah, like, surprise. But what's interesting is a few weeks ago I saw this um, report where— <laughs> Wait, wait. Surprise? <laughs> surprise! Hey, surprise! You get you got cancer. This, oh, this wow. product in the state of California it's is because known to you, cause cancer. Yeah, exactly. Well, well this California, time, California is known is about right. it forever. I mean, of everything course. is everything, everything is cancerous. cancerous. I feel like California. they I feel like they just do that so that they can have claim to fame. We're like, oh yeah, we told you. We got that figured out before you did. We told you rocks caused cancer, and now you just finally listen to us. So I also read a, a scientific article, and I say scientific because it was in a, a peer-reviewed journal, that aluminum causes um, Alzheimer's. Yeah. And in underarm deodorant, uh, the antiperspirant portion is made from aluminum. And I, mean, I quit. Like I, I bought like all-natural deodorants and things. I don't want to get Alzheimer's. That's why I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. Well, you know, interesting thing about that is I actually, I think it was in high school, I switched over from, no, it was in college. In college, I quit wearing the antiperspirant deodorant, and I used the regular, like, deodorant, deodorant, which just doesn't have any of that aluminum stuff in it. Yeah. And it was because it was, it was, it was causing irritation, but 
come to find out later, um, it, it you have that kind of thing. I actually heard it about that, cancer. I think, last year. I mean, that's the sad thing is you go your whole life. Uh, they, they're talking about, like, aluminum foil, tin foil, uh, does the same thing because as it crumples, like, right. little pieces of aluminum, like, you know, get in your food. And But, I mean, everybody I've known is like, cooked and used aluminum foil. Yep. Your entire lives. So well, I like, mean, how long has that been in the, you know in common use? A thing, a long time. So well, that might you know attribute to the rise in Alzheimer's and dementia. Absolutely. Um, I just want to say that I will, if this is true, I will definitely be suffering from Alzheimer's because I cannot use any other type of deodorant, or else I just sweat down my shirt all day, which for a woman doesn't look very good. Also, fun fact about deodorant that I learned: if you go look at your deodorant and the instructions. Did you know that you're supposed to use deodorant at night? What? Yeah. What? It says you put on nightly and night. you're supposed to put it on at night and it's supposed to last you the whole rest of the next day. No. Really? That's, That's what it says okay. on the back. It says apply at night. Unacceptable. Why? Deodorant doesn't like the day or? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe uh, it's because you're less active at night. So like. Well, of course it works if you're not sweating. <laughs> I have to look up uh, what the regular deodorant does versus the antiperspirant. Maybe the. Regular deodorant actually does work during the day, but the antiperspirant needs a bit of time. To, I just want to know, know your what I want to know is how the difference between the antiperspirant in women's deodorant and men's deodorant, because I can't wear antiperspirant women's deodorant. I will still sweat, but if I have men's deodorant, it works. I think it's just the pink bottle. I know. That's what, well, I think that too, but then I put on, I do the two different ones and it doesn't Maybe it's work. a higher level of aluminium. They just Maybe. know guys don't care enough, so they'll make, you know any product that says it does stuff and you know we don't really care as long as I just buy like, the I just buy the biggest and cheapest shampoo you buy the bottle big, on the, the shelf. big twelve in one. Seven in one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twenty four in one shampoo De- De- <laughs> can do your taxes for you. Shampoo, conditioner, uh hairspray, tooth toothpaste, yeah. yogurt, Gatorade. peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I even eat it for a snack. Yeah. The uh what what's what's interesting though, I mean that that the, there ergo the challenge of if you take away the antiperspirant portion, you're left with just covering an odor. So well, that's basically what the whole point of deodorant was, I suppose. Yeah. No, I don't know though, because isn't there like I know that Febreze, if you watch those commercials, they advertise that it traps odor causing chemicals. Yeah. So maybe it does something like that. Um, it forms a bubble so just, around the odor module, and well, yeah, what similar, I'm similar to like a Febreze. similar to well, similar to he like a. What is that called? A surfactant, where it's it it's a chemical breaks the that, surface tension, right? It, it's able to merge oil and water together, and therefore it, it you know it forms little bubbles around the oil molecules. That's some witchery. Stuff. I should have paid attention in chemistry because I am lost. Surfactant, you never heard that before. In that, chemistry, that was probably, but I slept through that class. Uh, that was probably something I learned on YouTube. I don't really. That was my one D in high school was chemistry. I passed with an A. I'm not. Who'd you cheat off of? Uh, Google. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, say their name on the show. Um, yeah. So yeah, we've we've quit. I've I've bought um, a tea tree. I found a, an all natural tea tree because tea tree is um, it has like odor. I guess it's odor fighting because it it's an antibacterial um, type natural oil anyway. So I'm hoping it like you know eats the bacteria. Um, but I mean, you know, the, the other flip side is when you find out about these things, I mean, I'm in, I'm in my early forties now. So, I mean, I've, I've been using deodorant for a long time. Right. Is it too, too, too far gone to prevent or what? I guess we'll find out in about 30 years. It could Damn. also be like, like there's some things like that where people are like, oh, it's, I'm too far gone to like stop. But it's like, also it could like make it not come as fast or maybe make the side effects lessen if you stop doing it like i just hate it when people are like maybe. oh maybe i'm too far gone so like i'm not even gonna try smoking, and you're like it, your lungs heal quick right well here's here's the other thing to consider and i know i don't have to tell you guys this but the body is extremely complex a buildup of aluminum in the brain does not necessarily mean we're taking in too much aluminum um and now i don't know if I'm sure the paper explored this. This is just me talking and hypothesizing here. But there are other conditions that happen, you know, in the body like um, uh, iron deficiency or um, uh, several other things that are actually related to a different deficiency. Um, or you can have things that build up too much. If you have uh, hypernatremia where you have a lot of potassium in your blood, it's because you don't have enough sodium. And so maybe there's some sort of co-chemical with, um, with aluminum that helps the body process it that we don't get enough of. 
that's just me hypothesizing. That may be completely wrong, but something to consider. Maybe it's not all our aluminum intake. Maybe it is, and but it's a combination. Maybe we need to be ha- intaking something else to balance that out. You know? Yeah, kind of like um, I learned through COVID when I was researching vitamins. I'm, I'm big on vitamins, but um, everybody says take vitamin D a lot of it, but the reality is you can't just take vitamin D without mm-hmm. adding a balancing of vitamin K. Yeah. And so most of your, your most people like order and take high doses of vitamin D without K, and it causes an imbalance of things. So yep. Um. Yeah, who knows? The body is really fascinating. There are some supplements, I think, that have both those in there for that reason. Yeah, I started buying like a D and K. Yeah, yeah, that makes a sense. A DK vitamin. A DK. Yeah. Donkey Kong vitamin. So, Grant, <laughs> you're bobbleheading. What do you have? All right, so this is something that happened. It's been a couple of days ago in Mount Juliet that I'm not sure if either one of y'all saw it in Facebook. And just let's our, to our listeners, Mount Juliet is actually just a city east of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Little small town. All Go right. Ahead. So all four of us know the big flag that you see as you come into Mount Juliet. It's flown out by one of the churches right next to the interstate. I think I know uh, the I saw gigantic this on Facebook. Flag. There is or, a for our listeners that don't know, next to the interstate there is a huge American flag. On it's a flag flown by pole. it's flown by the Church of Christ right next to the interstate. And for the second time the flag has been flipped upside down and it was not accidental. Are you oh. sure it wasn't accidental? Yes. It was confirmed when people were sent out to fix the flag. It was shown that no cables were torn or cut. Nothing was broken. And that someone had lowered the flag and flipped the clips. Oh, so this wasn't the church doing it. This is Mm-mm. somebody else. This is somebody that's else. coming on the property and doing it. And this is the second time it has happened in the past. It happened in 2017. Huh. It, I, think I remember the first time it happened. I remember people went crazy on Facebook. And they yeah. went crazy this time. Yeah. So for the second time, the large flag in Mount Juliet has been flipped. At this time, there's no one known to have done it. They well, need to somebody upgrade, did it. They need to upgrade the flagpole to what, the one that has the ropes on the inside, and you can lock it, it with a well, key. Well, it does have the ropes on the inside, but in the pictures I've seen, and there's not many, most of the pictures are just from a distance of the flag upside down. Right. But there was a few pictures taken right up close to the flagpole and around the little... First of all, it's a plastic lid. So mm. there's like scratch marks in the plastic where it looks like someone took like a pocket knife or something right. in there and just bent it out. But it's just odd. The one good thing, and there's not really anything good about it, but luckily the flag was only put up to half staff, so it was not visible for as far. Right. So. Right. Yeah, that's uh, int- and you know what? I, honestly, this is, might be something we talk about because we do have some international listeners. Um, the American flag flying upside down um, is a sign of extreme distress. Yes, it is. It is a emergency. It is a you know a something life terrible has happened. It should never be in that state unless it is a life or death. And situation. somebody probably being clever and thinking, oh, our nation's in such distress. Right. So I'm going to put it. D- d- are there no cameras? Have they said? No information regarding it's really been released. Huh. I know which is under some cameras. Yeah, <laughs> you know cameras yeah, I are cheap. I, know I mean, after I bet there's cameras after this though. Yeah, I mean, having it done twice. See, I, I mean, you think that's something they would have fixed the first time? Like, if someone's gone up to, and it's not a small flag. Like, I'm, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. There's no fact revolving around it. The only fact is that it's a big flag. So there's no way that one person could possibly flip a flag that large because it is big. It looks small from a distance, but it's like traffic lights look small from a distance until it's sitting next to you and they're as tall as you. That flag is probably like 12 feet tall. It's like like 12. It's like 12 to 24 feet tall and about 80 feet long. Yeah. It's it's Would it be like when they, when they bring them out on the football fields for like the national anthem? Yeah, that kind of flag. See, and here's the, that large, but, Here's the other thing that I thought about when you said that, like, and for international listeners, if you put an American flag on the ground, mm, you are supposed to burn it. Thing. And so if they're flipping it, then it's definitely touched the ground. Yeah, like, there's no way it hasn't. one person. They're dropping yeah. it to the ground and to flip it. But clearly the person that did that has no respect for the flag, so they're not going to know to burn it. So. Or they've got some sort of extreme view that's like, oh, distress, America distress, America distress. That's <laughs> all they're thinking when they're doing this. But, I mean, for that to be done twice, how have you not put any – And I mean, there's a chance they've 
have cameras pointed at it. Here's, I haven't told it publicly. And, and they're not probably until they make, if they even arrest. I mean, I don't know that you could. Is it an arrestable offense to uh, flip the, a flag? No, you know, I don't know. The flag code is, I don't think that's an actual federal law, but I'm not really sure. Uh, there's an. There is no way someone can be arrested for disrespecting an American flag. But they flag arrest people a, for burning flags. No, they no, no, no they don't. They no. don't. That's a, that's a f- expression of freedom of speech. So you could just you could do whatever you want. But with at American that flag point, is it get arrested? It just makes you look like a douche. Yeah, it does. And is it destruction of private property? That's though? what I was about to the ask. The only way to flip that flag you was to break that trespassing, cover off. destruction of private property. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they could. I would say the most they could probably get them on is trespassing, and at that point. They would be written written a notice, and they can't be arrested for. Tra- they have to be told, "Hey, you're you trespassed. You can't come back here." And the next time they come back, they can get arrested. So that's I, I'm assuming that's no, depending on how case. how accessible was the flag. I mean, what if they had to go through a fence? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah. maybe it's the odd thing in. is that all the posts came out around midday. So it took people someone, a while to notice it. Or but then again, it it's happened. pretty bold to do something like that midday because it was like i wouldn't really call it midday but it was light what day out. was it it was on fr- last friday well i guess it makes sense midday because no one's going to be there you know like but, but you know and also i mean just a stretch here what if that was the church of christ because it's their flag right mm-hmm. what if that was just a you know it's like a recruiting thing like to get interest because look how much their facebook's blown up now everybody knows well, is their, that is that the Church of Christ like doing that to say, "Hey, let's get received some... a lot of hate." I'm Most sure of the did. posts were take, taken down. And I and I am kidding, of... by the way. I, I'm just, yes, yes. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> As Jess and I just start one white knuckling in our that, <laughs> yes, our the Church of Christ or uh, putting an American flag upside down. I'm just being facetious. No, yeah, I, I think that was that would have been a really bad stunt, and thankfully. The churches, the the churches of Christ are not typically all associated with each other. They're they're separate, you know. Different congregations are all separate. They're not like a unified body. So the order didn't come down from like right. COC Central. Flip your flag. <laughs> the <laughs> you even call COC that? Central. Yeah, the, the church the, of I like Central. that. The great national preacher man is what you. Yeah, he's <laughs> a guru. I don't know anything about Church of Christ, and it's honestly. Imagine. Reading through the comments, it's mixed comments. Like most of the people are saying it's disrespectful, sign of distress. There's one comment that reads half masked, upside down. Pretty sure this person is more patriotic than anyone saying he's disrespecting our flag. Our nation is on the verge of collapse. And And, and you know what? Maybe so, but putting the flag upside down is not how you show that. Then go get your own flag and do that. Yeah, because I mean, what really should have happened? Is that the SWAT team should have yep. embarked into that building because that's how serious, that's the reason for having that upside down. Like if down. I would have seen someone with an upside down flag on their house, I would call 911 because that's almost like, you know, a, a SOS signal. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it means to me. For. Yeah. See, and then someone comments on behalf of the church saying that it was tornado damage and that it is so extensive that it can only, the flag is so large that it can only be brought down by a large crane. But that huh. just that doesn't seem like it adds up. How does that work? I'm not so sure. You're, okay, so they're saying that the wind flipped it. But how's that work? And there's no. Way. Oh, it's, you know what? Hold on a second. It's the if it was half mast, right? Mm-hmm. Let's exactly. say the tornado damage took off the top clip, but there was no clips and it, missing, and it fell down. Well, yeah. Who, well, who's, where are you hearing that? Yeah. No, like if, there's been pictures. Someone. If there was, it looks like on. drone pictures. If this was an official. Post from the church that said this was wind damage. I mean, I guess that because I'm thinking if it was half mast upside down, it would fall forward and then it would be completely up, inverted and halfway down the flagpole because it's humongous. So, humongous. I yeah, I, I smell something awry here. I think this was probably wind. I mean, it, this happened right after a storm, right? Yeah. Well, couple Friday day, there was some. Yeah. Couple days. So. Well, no, this would be because when the post came out. I had just left an event and was out to dinner, and the tornado had been a week before, so there's no way it was... Well, there were some storms after it, though, that had high winds. Yeah. So 
So I don't know. And maybe I, nobody noticed it. It could have been it could have been damaged to the flagpole or to the clips, and then it eventually broke. That like, also could have been why they said they didn't fix it faster. Like that could have been like there was storm damage around it, so that's why they couldn't get to it faster. That could have also been that. Who knows? Or the wind was like, "Yo, fam, this is an emergency. Let's flip it on upside down." Yeah. And the, and the flip side, whatever the goal <laughs> the was, side. they definitely got a lot of coverage on "Still Love You, Bro." The yeah, flip side. True. Well, and it's like I got in trouble with a, and in my opinion, I don't know. It's it's mixed opinions on what your opinions are, but there was a flag. I went out to take down a Tennessee flag because it was completely tattered, and this was out front of the business, and uh, the American flag. There was about four inches in one of the sections that had started to tatter. It was not tattered. It was a little bit torn, but I wouldn't call it tattered. And I got called out by someone driving by saying that that little four inches of tatter should be taken down. But this was the day after the tornado. So in my, I was honestly thinking, well, we shouldn't really worry about taking the flag down the day after a tornado. It felt, it felt right to leave it there. So I don't know. Yeah, you who, know, I guess. Subjective. It's subjective. It's opinionated. Grant, Everything is. Define for our listeners tattered. Tattered, oh lord! I'm not good with English. Uh, tattered, just torn at the end. Okay. Messed up. I'm, I, I don't know what's the technical definition. Someone oh, I don't pull, know. I'm just asking. Uh, who uh, has Urban Dictionary pulled up? All right. So, Jess, what do you got? Uh, so I just wanted to highlight. Um, so, Elon Musk. You guys know Elon, right? Ah, he's my best bud. The CEO of SpaceX right now, or is, is it just Tesla? I think he no, got kicked out of SpaceX. SpaceX. It, he owns space te- SpaceX. No, I, but I know he he got like kicked out of SpaceX because of some like it's like he was the president of the board or, or something. something. Yeah, now now it's I think it's just Tesla. Bill. How some, do you get kicked know. out of a business you own? It, oh, it happens. It's a, it's a corporation. Public. Yeah. So he, anyway, so he and Elizabeth Warren got on a sparring match in Twitter that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I I I love Elon Musk for many reasons, but this is just added to my love for him because he called Elizabeth Warren Senator Karen. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, this comes from Elizabeth Warren made a post, and I finally found it. I've been looking for it. Oh, dadgummit. Twitter reset my freaking page. I... (laughs) I literally left I it there for a reason. I finally found it. Oh, God. I finally uh, found it. Gotta go all the way now I lost it. Got to go all the way back to Elizabeth Warren's Why Twitter. Why didn't you like it? So then you could have it saved I, on your I'm feed. Not that, I'm not that Twitter that, illiterate, okay? That may put him in a bucket of people that like Elon Musk <gasps> oh, posts. Oh, no. no. He'll get some worse. Like it's worse. Senator Warren's post. Senator oh, Karen's yeah. post. Next time he logs into Facebook, would you like to go to space? Yes, he would yes. say yes. So would say yes. who wouldn't want to go to space? Uh, well, he me, finds the that's post. terrifying. Yeah, that'd not. be kind of cool. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I got it. He found it. Okay, we found it again. This is Senator Save Warren. It. Let's. This is what she's saying. Let's change the rigged tax code so the person of the year. By the way, Elon Musk got person of the year. Time person of the year. Congrats, Elon. Will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off of everyone else. Okay. Oh what? wait a minute. Okay. So, oh no, go ahead. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. So Elon Musk replied that he he will pay over eleven billion dollars yep. in tax taxes this year, which is more than any American in history. Um, and uh, he actually said this is his um one of his uh, string of responses was um you remind me of when I was a kid and my friend's angry mom would just randomly yell at everyone for no reason. <laughs> that was his response. And then he said, uh, and if you opened your eyes for two seconds, you would realize I will pay more taxes than any American in history this year. Don't spend it all at once. Oh, wait, you did already. Um, what a great place to be in that you're being taxed $11 billion. Everybody's like, oh, that's so high. But that's only a portion of... I was about to say, that's probably in a He's a made about $251 billion this year, I believe. Yeah. So, Or now that's his total net worth, actually. So maybe he's not made that much this year. Whatever happened to... Somebody challenged him to like end world hunger, and he made mm-hmm. a post saying, I would give this... He said if, if you he could, could prove give me a plan, it. Like, yeah. give me a, a you know, concise plan. Did anybody... Did they respond? Like, Did that probably get dropped, didn't no, it? I think, I think it probably they, got dropped pretty they quick. They got the, wet feet. The statement was that they were criticizing him just like she just did about his taxes. They said, well, if you, you know, paid this much money to every American, there we would end world hunger. I mean, end 
not American, but every person, and we yeah. end world hunger. And he looked at them, and they, they were in person, and he said, well, if you can get the numbers to me, then I'll do it. Yeah. And he's being legit. Like, he's not kidding. Yeah, he wanted to see a plan, like how that would actually go to end world hunger. It's really easy then, to say crap like that. But then when you actually go and try to figure it out, it's a lot more complex because yeah. it's not just giving everybody freaking money. Not everyone in the world. In fact, most people in the world, a good majority of the people in the world, do not have a freaking bank account. They don't have a Venmo. You know, you can't just, you know, wire every poor person money in the entire universe. And, um, you know, of course, that's going to be very difficult to figure out. What are you going to do? You're going to... Put it all on on C one thirties and pair dropping in the middle of Egypt or something. No, you I mean, know what? He can put it in the the belly of his rocket ship, right? And fly it up in the sky and, and blow, and it, blow up, it up, and all the and food all the just rains down over every continent. Everyone will have extra cooked, you know, whatever he decided to put. I mean, on the and I think I honestly, see cloudy with a chance of meatball yeah. level food falling from the there sky. There you go. What's What's cool though is I think that if somebody came back with the viable plan, he would have absolutely dropped it. Yeah. Most because definitely. people think, well, just because you're a billionaire, you should be doing this and that. And I'm sure I'm sure a lot of billionaires would do more if you gave them a clear and concise plan of what their money would go to. But I imagine um, even Bill Gates and everybody gets hit and they have foundations. Don't think that they just, you know, pack their money away. Um, but I'm sure they get hit up for a lot of projects and stuff. And if it's I'm sure the the viable ones they probably would go to. And I think Elon Musk would have absolutely dropped that. I mean it's it's dropping the bucket, right? But if it's not gonna end the problem, what is the goal? Why waste the money? Yeah, why, not, well it's like the, it, unfortunately the idea that a lot of these people have to end world hunger, quote unquote, is to just give people money. And that's not how that should that's work. That's not how that works. We look look how well that worked with the COVID money, right? Now we we have record inflation. We have food prices that are through the roof. Oh, by the way, when I was looking for Elizabeth Warren's um, tweet, I noticed she tweets like four times a day, and one of them today was was calling out grocery stores, saying that they are raising the prices on food for Americans during the pandemic and calling them out. I'm like, no, your inflation from your stupid economic stimulus that's just giving out free money and pumping into the economy is a thing that's pumping up all the food prices and the everything prices. She tweets four matter. times a day? Yeah, I know. I don't even that's know. That's more than most people go to the bathroom. That's I feel like it would take her at least three hours to type out one tweet, honestly, just with her poor old nimble, nimble well, fingers. It's but. like Walmart doesn't even set the prices on the goods in their stores. They just pay the companies to come into their stores, right? put their products in there, and then they get a percentile of they're, their sales they're, on exactly. that product. They're, they're not setting the prices. They're Walmart simply doesn't buy the produce. They just put it they're in like there. They're like Amazon, right? Yeah, they, they don't, Amazon front. doesn't manufacture all the crap that's on Amazon. They're a storefront. Good point. That's a, that's the word, storefront. Like, and I, I had a friend tell me this about gas. He was in the gas business. And a long time ago, <laughs> why is everybody laughing at me? Um, a long time ago, you would, um, you would buy, you would consign gas. So as a, if you owned a gas station, you would you would you would have that gas on consignment. So you would fill up, you know, you, you would get a thousand gallons and you would sell it at whatever the daily rate was. So your price was what it you know cost you plus your 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 profit. Right. But they did away with that model years ago, and you buy gas. So if you own a if you own a gas station and you you have a thousand gallon tank, you buy in a in a single transaction a thousand yep. gallons and put it in there. So. The fact that gas prices change daily is is dumbfounding to me because what you paid for that thousand gallons of gas stays the same. So how how does the price of gas fluctuate so much? Because you no longer consign. So did the world well, not tell people that you don't consign it anymore? Because I think if, if you maybe, buy, tell me the logic though. Well, I you mean, buy a thousand gallons yeah. of gas at at a dollar a gallon, and today it's two twenty. And tomorrow it's two fifty, and to, and then after that it's three dollars a gallon. You still paid a dollar a gallon, right? Well, you have to remember that you know the gas itself is not just you don't you buy it and then it's yours and boom it's yours. It's like an investment. It's like buying you know gold, right? You know you don't if you bought you know a thousand dollars worth of gold and then you go about selling it in ounces, right? And then gold prices start to go up. You don't just continue selling it for the price you paid for it. No, they're profiting. They want to make money. They want to make more money. Or yeah. maybe they're raising the price because of what it would cost to now replace that thousand. I mean, because that, that's what it's about. 
You're right. Yeah, because I mean, they, they have to account for the fact that it, if prices are going up, they're going to have to pay more the next time they buy it. Sure. So, yeah, it, it's a complex business, and I'm I'm not going to pretend to understand it, but I do. I'm not saying I trust these businesses, but I certainly understand that they have to put food on their tables and they have to function in the market. There, there's so much gas station competition. I don't think. That yeah. They're sitting here trying to scalp everybody, and I don't care what you city know? you're in, you, because you know not, you don't look for a gas station. BP long. decides to raise prices fifty cents. Well, freaking Speedway over here is going to be undercutting everybody, and everyone's going to go there, and then they're going to have to buy more gas, and then BP is going to be stuck with their old gas. Well, you like, know, because it's time sensitive too. You can't just sit on gas for a month; it has to flow. Well, right here in Lebanon, right off of Interstate 40, there is a Shell gas station and a racetrack gas station. And you can, I would bet you a whole paycheck, and I don't get those often, that (laughs) (laughs) those two gas stations are always within a couple cents of each other. Yep. Because if one goes lower, the other gas station loses all of their customers and they run next door. And And they are right across the road from each other. It's back and forth. I know exactly the ones you're talking about. One of them is always lower than the other, and everyone goes to the one that's slightly well, lower. Now that there's a quick trip down the road, they've lost a fair bit of a uh, yeah. But I think the magic too is not about the gas. It's about you want to get people inside and, and, and buying yep. stuff. Well, like that's where they make dips. their money. Yeah. If you've ever watched, I watched one of a docu series over gas stations. It was one of those weird Netflix things. But gas stations don't make their money off gas. Gas stations make their money off of the convenience store inside. Just like movie theaters. Exactly. exactly. Um, I'm going to tell you guys too, I know I don't want to like get into pop culture, but I think this is part of pop culture. Um, somebody I know recommended I check out a, a series on, um, on Netflix and it's called Midnight Gospel. And they described it as a, um, a, a documentary kind of on um, religion. Like the, the guys interviewing people, um, and he interviews a Christian, a Buddhist, and blah blah blah. Right. And a gay libertarian? Maybe. Well, they didn't. <laughs> they forgot that. And um, and in the last interview, I guess it's like his mom, and they talk about um, childbirth. So it sounded really neat. As somebody who studies religion, I thought this is going to be great. I'm going to watch it. That's the all I got about it was the name. So <laughs> I I flipped on Netflix last night and. If you, I'm not, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that wants to watch it because it's it's has a message. He's interviewing some interesting people. Um, one was somebody convicted of murder. Um, the Memphis Four, um, and I don't know if you're familiar with that, but like there mm, were four kids no. that were murdered in Memphis years ago, and um, like three three guys were convicted of it, and then it let out um, on a weird plea deal because of the DNA evidence. But anyway, it was one of those guys that was doing the interview. Huh. Well. It's not just a sit around the table interview like this. It's animated. And so during the interview, they're not just talking. They're like acting out what's going on in the. That's interesting. No, not acting out what was going on. They're acting out to this animated stuff in the background. And it's like I felt like I needed to hit acid to stay with the show. What? I think that I could have if I had acid and had taken acid. I would have been on this other plane of existence because it was it was trippy animated and it made a lot of sense. And then there was this crazy stuff in the background. So I challenge everybody to watch the first episode and then email us and tell us what you think about it. it because the message is really interesting. They're talking about some some concepts about um, Christianity and one guy was um, uh, he was into magic and stuff. And they mm. talk about a lot of great philosophical things. But in the process, like you're watching this animation of people like getting ground up, not animated people getting ground up in a meat grinder and going through a city and like eyeballs blinking. And all right. So uh, for a friend, uh, where do you find acid? Make this show make sense. For a friend. Next episode, um, Chris and Jess on Quaaludes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, you know. A little Breaking Bad going on. We're not, uh, looking, no. we're not looking for a source. Let's put that out there. Right. I have somebody calling. Disclaimer, <laughs> this is hey, a comedy show. Comedy show. That's that's between now and next week. I would like you guys all to watch at least the first episode. If you make it through three, let me know because... <laughs> You're on to something. But, um, and in or our you're listeners, on something. <laughs> on, on something. You caught that. Um, and our listeners, watch watch the first episode and um, and shoot us an email. Tell us what you think. Well, I think it's time for pop culture. Is that right? Well, I think uh, I have a message for our listeners that's more serious note before this we get into This is a into... public service announcement. Okay. Please stop. Very Don't nice. Don't do drugs. 
Um, so I just wanted to talk about it because it was something that had, this is something that has happened to me for the first time, I think in, in my life. And, uh, I want people, especially our listeners to know, like going through a situation that I'm about to describe, um, like is okay because nobody ever told me that it was okay until I had this happen. Um, so I, uh, I don't have a new job, but I like got promoted at my job and, um, it's been very stressful because there's been a person in the workplace that it, that has left. Um, and so now all the responsibilities have gone on to me and our other coworkers. Um, and it was a really stressful day the second day that uh, this had all happened because there hasn't been a new leader put in. So it's just all of us kind of like doing our own thing and trying to figure it out. And um, throughout the day that I was working, I had to t- walk out several times. Uh, I had like very serious like like worse than butterflies in my stomach, like wasps in my stomach all day. And by the end of the day, I ended up having a severe migraine and I was pretty much crying and it was really bad. Um, And it was all just because of stress, like coming out of that situation. Um, And I got home and when I got home, my ears were ringing. I had a migraine. I felt like I was going to throw up and my entire body was fully shaking. And it was probably my blood pressure was probably what was being affected, but that had been my entire day. Um, and I had asked, I have never been the person to ask for a mental health day and I was supposed to work the next day. And I texted them and said, I cannot work tomorrow. And I just wanted to share this to tell people that if they do go through something like that, that it is okay to ask for a mental health day when it's not okay is when you ask for one every day. Or like the same day every week. Right. Yeah. To take advantage of it. Regular mental health. Regular mental health. But literally, like, I've never had anything like that happen to me before. And I felt bad taking the day off. But it's like, if I would have gone in, I probably would have been worse. And I knew that that was the cause of the headaches because um, I had somebody come over and we were working on stuff that night. And when she came over for like the first, I laid down for like 10 minutes and then and still felt like crap and then like for the first 10 minutes she was there i like still felt kind of bad and then it all went away once i stopped thinking about it uh you know what i i understand exactly what you're saying because i have a job that's very much like that where i um i have a lot of responsibility and i do um you know a lot of stuff and i'm dedicated i hate taking sick days i like i like coming into work it's not that i want to you know get out of the house cuz my kids they're talking all day I, I like actually doing my job, but it become, you know, it, it increasingly adds stress and you're right. It has absolutely nothing wrong with taking a mental health day. Um, and I've been to the point where I'm, I'm like, it's, you know, I, I'm taking it because if I don't, I won't be coming back, mm-hmm. like not, not tomorrow or the day after, but right. ever, yeah. you know, because you, you can only do so much. So, and men, mental health is very important right now. Um, it, not just because of COVID, but I think a lot of COVID, um, yeah. There's not a lot of people working. There's not a lot of people wanting to work. And so that leaves the people that actually are working doing more work. Yep. And, uh, you know, regardless of if your job gives you more pay or not, it's a lot of stress. And when you've got people that actually want to do a good job that are not there just for a paycheck, but actually, you know, appreciate their job, yeah. they tend to get um, overworked. And so you have to take, you're absolutely right. You're, and, and it does cause stress. Um, it causes all kinds of physical ailments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, never feel bad about taking a mental health day because if you got fired because you needed a day off, that was not the place for you anyway. Yep. So I just thought, I just wanted to share because I had that experience and I was never taught, like I wasn't just, I just wasn't in the generation of mental health is important. So it's, I, like I said, don't abuse it. Don't use it every single week to get out of exams and get out of things. But when you really need it, like take it. I I have to say, I saw that with friends like a couple weeks ago when that tornado came back through. The amount of people that I called or called me that were having absolute freakouts. Because a couple years ago, we had that terrible tornado that like messed with Mm -hmm. our area tremendously. It ran right through Lebanon. And then the amount of people that called me that were like in the middle of panic attacks because the stress and thought of having to go through all of that again. Because I remember that year, like it was rough. Yeah. Because I mean, that... We started with that tornado and then we rolled right into COVID and we didn't go with seeing each other for months. Then we had a flood, didn't we? Yeah, we had a yeah. flood and yeah. like 
all in one year. And it's I'm surprised like, they we weren't like frogs. I mean, that's what is that's that? That's what I was thinking. Like freaking uh, the seven frogs plays. and locusts. But and... it's like, you know, we, we went from having school, because this was on a weekend, if I remember. So we went from having Cumberland school. Cumberland River turned to blood. <laughs> but we went from having school to not seeing each other for almost a year. And it was just like, when that happened again, everyone that I talked to like freaked out over it because they were afraid of that happening again, which I, I thought guess it, is reasonable. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Because storms cause a lot of um, anxiety in people. And I, I remember when I was a kid, I do a lot with storms now, so I don't. But when I was a kid, I remember a big storm that came through and I was home alone and it was devastating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even still to this day, like if I know it's going to be stormy, I get that little mm-hmm. thing. It's because that little, you know, bubble in your gut. It's yeah. like, I, oh Lord, it's the what if again. bubble. It's like, oh, what if it actually hits me this time? You know? It's yeah. like, I, I mean, I work with Chris with storms a fair bit. So it's like, I remember when he, when we were talking about this storm coming through, I was a little anxious. Like I didn't sleep that night because yeah. it was like, is it going to be? March again. And then when you look at, um, you know, the data from the National Weather Service and you see like everything's lining yeah. up that would basically indicate that there's going to be a. There's call, going to be something. A nader. Yeah. Um, that's shout out to or my the- friend. A nader <laughs> is coming. Um, yeah. You get anxiety because it's either, is it going to hit me or now is it going to destroy my city? And we're having to, you know, go find our friends and family. In other mm-hmm. st- I mean, and look at look at what happened in in New uh, New York, uh, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Like that city is flat. I mean, it's two hundred and was it two hundred fifty mile long tornado? Five yeah. and a half hours. And it was tracking towards ground. us. Like it it was crazy. Or like the tornado sirens now. Like every single time a tornado siren goes off, I tend to be texting people. And I remember getting sweaty standing in the office. Hearing all the tornado sirens, it's like, oh, Lord, here we go again. Well, I'll tell you this. Like, you know, this is um, Chloe and I's first, you know, time. This was our first storm, like major storm in our house. And, uh, you know, the first one that came through where it just caught us off guard, um, our phones went off and Chloe was like, there's a tornado warning in in our county. There's a tornado outside. Oh, we got to go. (laughs) I bring up the radar and I'm like, oh, holy crap. Yeah, there's literally a cell heading toward us that's producing a tornado. I was like, oh, dang it. And, you know, normally, you know, like in Grant, Grant, all Chris and I, we've all worked together doing weather stuff. And, you know, it's uh, there's a little bit of excitement when you have an actual twister oh, yeah. coming down. And, you know, it's and it's just like, well, wow, this is what we're here for. This is like this is like the Super Bowl. You know, we've been training for this for a long time. A lot different when it's your own property and your only live own, own livelihood being threatened. Your but like when ones. it's tracking towards people you know and love, yep. it's like, oh lord, this it's is different. not what I was expecting. They I, don't. It's not teach. I didn't have that feeling of teached. fear that I used to have as <laughs> a taught teach. Teached. It's not teach. <laughs> it's not taught. To it like ain't think about it. Ain't that. teached, y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm southern. I'm not gonna lie. I'll, yeah. I'll say too. I remember several years ago we were um, we were at an, an organization which uh, had some things to do with weather, and uh, and we had a, a lot of volunteers in this building. And I think I know a, the story you're telling. It was a fortified <laughs> building, and uh, you know, it, it, I won't say t- t- tornado proof, but it was fortified, uh, and, uh, and and we saw it on radar, like a tornado forming rotation, and it was headed directly towards our little dot. And so I'm, you know, as I was the person in charge at the moment, I'm like, well, all right, everybody, <laughs> get to the shelter. There's this, you know, vault thing in there. And, and I, so I run, you know, you, you got to be like the leader, like, come on, everybody, let's go. And, like movie-like. And I, I like ran up to the, the shelter and I'm, I'm sitting in there and nobody's followed me. I'm like, what? <laughs> Maybe I wasn't loud enough. So I go back and I hunt these, they're not in the room where the computers are looking at the radar. I'm like, well, my God, they've vanished. They're all outside. They're all outside. <laughs> Looking in the air, yep. I'm like, it's a tornado. I was there. Like, real with you were there. I was videotaping the tornado. <laughs> if it's gonna kill us, we might as well enjoy the view. That's uh, the difference. So people that you know like weather and get into weather, their their first thought is let's run into the eye. Of I the did storm. that yep. in March when that tornado came through. I put the dogs in the bathroom and I'm on the front porch with a radio looking at it. Yeah, screaming my mom, to the heavens. Well, my mom comes uh, outside. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm watching." She's like, "But it's a storm." I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool." Are this- <laughs> Like, That's two strikes. Did he say my mom come outside? My mom, no. Or he said came, yeah. da- came outside? Mom, come look at this nader outside here. <laughs> okay. But like, I remember the lightning and being able to see like a small, you couldn't really make yeah. it out, but you could make it out. And it's like, well, that's cool. You know what? It, it wasn't coming at us. So I like, just realized we are actually smack dab in the middle of pop culture. Yeah, we are. We're kind of trampling over <laughs> Chloe. Sorry. As I talk about mental He's health. He's bobbleheading too. We... Go ahead. Yeah. 
Okay, welcome to Pop Culture. We have, we have two very interesting stories. But first off, hi, it's Christmas week, and I'm so excited. Chris, I know you don't celebrate Christmas, ding but dong, I'm very dong. excited. We Yeah, we did Hanukkah already. Hanukkah was early this year. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so a new uh, reboot, you know, because those are like the thing that we keep doing over and over, over Because again. we can't think of new creative yes. ideas. <laughs> uh, so Sex and the City came back for a few episodes. Um, this very popular show in the early 2000s. Um, and a lot of people didn't like the, the uh, reunion uh, episode. It wasn't a reunion. They actually shot like episodes for it. Um, Is that the one where the guy they said he was drunk or something? I'm not sure. No, that's friends. Never mind. Yeah, that's Go friends. ahead. Keep going. That was Matthew Perry. Um, so um, the Sex and the City like producers uh, made P- Peloton, the company with the bikes and the trainers. Yeah. Um, aware the one that- I see ads for like once every year, like during the holiday season. Yes. Yeah. Um, they made them aware that, that their product would be used in the new reboot of Sex and the City. And Peloton was very excited about that. They're like, great. Get us some publicity. All this stuff. Um, there's a character in the show named Mr. Big. And if you haven't watched Sex in the City, you want to watch it. Don't, you probably already know this, but like, don't listen to this next part. Three, two, one. Um, so he leaves the main character on their wedding day. So he like runs away and then he comes back. He's like, wait, no, I am ready. And she's like, forget you, dude. Like you left, like, come on. Even though you came back, like you left. So you had doubts. So nobody has really liked this character after that. And so, um, in this reboot, um, I guess the main the main character um, is at a concert of either her daughter or somebody else's daughter. I'm not really sure, um, but it it keeps flashing back and forth between Mr. Big, who is her, I believe her husband now. I believe they did get married in the show after that. Um, is on a Peloton and is going back and forth between her and her the child's concert, and uh, he is doing his Peloton routine. He gets up to start getting in the shower. He starts grabbing his arm. He's like, oh, my arm hurts. And he's like, oh, my chest hurts. And he dies of a heart attack uh, due to the Peloton. What? <laughs> yes. Like, So he dies from a heart attack. Now, the producers told Peloton that, th- that it would be in it. And they're like, yes, great publicity. But now all these people see this see this guy have a heart attack off a of Peloton. They're like, we ain't buying Peloton if we're going to have heart attacks oh. on the Peloton. And so Peloton is planning on suing the Sex and the City people. But then, no, it gets better. Really? So, I mean, okay, hold on. Better. No, 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 wait, wait. Hold on. It gets better. Wait, there's a response. Okay. Okay, right. thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a response. So then Chris Noth, that's the guy that plays Mr. Beck. He and Ryan Reynolds, like two days after this episode came out, and there's all the controversy about Peloton, made a separate commercial um, about how he is alive. Here he is sitting on a couch. And then he goes, look, I'm going to get on my Peloton. And he gets on a Peloton, and they made a whole Peloton commercial around (laughs) the fact that he's alive. Now, here's the next part of this awesome journey of Chris Noth and Peloton and Sex in the City. He has now been charged with sexual uh, harassment uh, cases. And it's women from the early 2000s that he says he's like, I did not do anything like and he, I guess he had, he was supposed to be in some other bigger movie and then he was lined up to have a tequila brand that was going to be worth a lot of money. And so he is claiming that the reason that they are coming after him now, these women that he said he did have relationships with, but it was not a um, non-consenting relationship and there were never non-consenting parts to it. Right. He said it was because he is now like, I mean, this was, Mr. Big was really the only role that he had that was bigger until now so like they rebooted it and then he has all these projects and this tequila and he thinks that it's because he's getting bigger that they like are going after him it's certainly a reasonable assumption um that you know it's so hard these freaking cases because know. you know it's at the same time you don't want someone who has done this stuff to slip through the cracks and not be not pay for what they did however you know, it's pretty dang coincidental that as soon as he starts getting all these big money deals, all of a sudden his ex-girlfriends want to say that they he sexually assaulted them. Yeah. Where, where, why was it important before when he was poor? Right. Now, look, I, some of the I get it. 
if these women come forward and they weren't in a relationship with him. But the fact that these are ex-girlfriends, I'm like, uh, come on. Really? Is there not a statute of limitations for stuff like that? Yes. There is for most things, but... Because early 2000s, I mean, the reality is that's like 20 years ago. That's been a long ago. time yep. ago. You it's just almost, now thought about this? I yeah. was born early 2000s, so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm making y'all feel old. 90s kids over here. Yeah, heck we're, we're like, like uh, low-rate 90s kids. Whoa. Just say we're 90s kids. You don't have to like do the whole thing. You don't have to be so specific. Um, so, I'm, yeah, that was interesting. I'm sorry. I missed the 80s. Just letting you guys know, Pelotons do not cause heart attacks. On That's their, the other thing. Hey, just like, like if you set a gun on a table, it won't shoot you. You Obviously, people... <laughs> Unless you're get, Alec Baldwin. People exercise and have heart attacks after exercise all the freaking time. <laughs> Not on a Peloton, you know, you could be, you could be, you could be walking down the road, doing a freaking stair stepper machine or walking down the road or, or riding a bike or, you know, engaging in activities, you know, that happens all the time. And it's like, you know, that's, it's not because of Peloton. I don't understand why Peloton is getting mad. I I get it. It's negative imagery, but people don't have heart attacks just because they get on a freaking exercise. I think the biggest thing was just that like the show did not tell them that what that that was going to be how they showed the brand and that they like withheld that when they talked to them but i don't think it was done like purposely like that but mm. oh well um, it certainly is uh giving them plenty of free publicity though yeah yeah i mean, I mean this obviously working i would not be surprised if this was a a orchestrated event here you know that's Possibly. how that's probably how they do it these days Possibly. get the big controversy going People love a controversy. Yeah. So, um, this this last story that I have, I uh, I had to read this to Jess last night because I just thought it was too funny not to share. But I cannot wait to get the opinions of you two as well. Um, this story I summarize it as: Carrie, Katy Perry <laughs> kills nun in court. What? N U N or N O N E? Huh. N U N, like a nun. holy nun. It was a nun in court. Yes. So um, context needed. Yes. <laughs> Elaborate. So there is like a I don't remember if it was like a convent or it was just a church. That's what, it, what they called it. a church building that um, these nuns. Uh, I, I guess you say work at or they've been reside at. A long at. Time, yeah. I don't know how you describe working for nuns. But anyway, do you have their name, like the name of their organization? Because it's quite oh, yeah. long. It's Let me like, pull it up. Like the holy, holy, you know, ladies, Trinity. Here we go. Whatever we call it, Jesus. I don't even. Is that how Catholics do it? Exactly. Um, one moment. I'm trying to find it. Okay, here it is. Uh, the Sisters of the Most Holy and Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I was pretty close. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> they told need you. an acronym. Um, but anyway, so What's she. What's their postcard look like? So she was. <laughs> it's just all words. <laughs> I'm, I'm with the S M R C R S M S M H O S M M S S. How are you? <laughs> so. Um... Hey, we're from the. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to talk to you about our Lord. <laughs> I wonder uh, if they have missionaries. Uh, the business card is like this long. <laughs> Straight out of the I'm having a stroke commercial. This <laughs> 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 card comes out of like a six foot long receipt paper. <laughs> it's going to be like a Walgreens receipt. It's going to be. <laughs> they open their wallet, just <laughs> coming out. The wallet is printer. Yep. Chloe's like, oh my god. I'm sorry. Guys. Okay. So back on track. The uh the reason that the lawsuit was happening between Katy Perry and these nuns is that Katy Perry wanted to buy this land that this convent was on. And the nuns didn't want to sell it to her for ten million dollars. The nuns they, didn't want none of that. They yeah. They wanted um to sell it for a hundred thousand dollars to a humble restorator. Uh, instead, because they felt like that was, I guess, a better use of, of what someone of, who want, who's going to restore the property. Yeah. Oh. So, right. but they wanted to sell it to them for a hundred thousand dollars instead of ten million. Those are good nuns. 
So, but the, unfortunately, the archbishop is the one who makes that decision about the uh, land, not the nuns. But uh, anyway, so they're in court, and this nun um, who was up there testifying, Sister Catherine Rose Halsman, uh, got so stressed out and so passionate about this land and how Katy Perry cannot take it that she had a heart attack and died in the courtroom uh, defending her land of where the convent sits. Holy crap. So Katy Perry killed a nun. So Katy Perry has killed a nun. <laughs> I, I, I just said that that's one of the best defenses I've ever heard as, as far as in, in this lawsuit. I'm here. willing to die for this land. One of the best arguments that you can Willing to, yeah. I'm willing to die. For sad, I would die for this land. The sad thing is, is it appears it's not their land to make that decision. You know, apparently it's yeah. owned by the Catholic Church and the Archbishop is of the course. one that makes that decision. So he wants to sell it for $10 million to Katy Perry. He might can do Did he? I mean, he who would? It hasn't completed it yet. Might, this may sound terrible. But who wouldn't, in your right mind, if you were just looking at it from a money standpoint, would you take a little bit of money or a lot of bit of money? Yeah, but here's the thing, too. Like, you have to remember, what if, I'm not saying Katy Perry would turn into this, but let's just say in another circumstance, what if it's like a strip club trying to buy that land? Well, the nuns aren't there anymore, so. Well, yeah, but they want it, you know It might have been where they, like, grew up or something. Yeah, maybe. A lot of nuns and priests also, like, they start after college and stay in the same convent, like, almost their whole lives. Like, and continue to come back. So, I could see where it could be special or something like that. But, so, um, but so Katy Perry did kill a nun. Talk about, I mean... $10 it, million, now, dollars, so they can shut, set up shop anywhere. She'll, she'll have a song for that soon, I'm telling you. Now, Chloe, um, yes. our, our resident Catholic expert. That would um, be me. So does this mean she gets like a special place in heaven because she died defending the property of the church? She may become a saint. Who knows? Um, yeah, there you go. Ooh. They just hand those titles out to like anybody. St. Mary Rose of the... <laughs> of the... You're a saint. Okay. You're a saint. So You're what, a saint. our last thing that we're going to do, because it is Christmas time, and I love Christmas time, I have a movie Christmas quote quiz. Ooh. Yes. Chris, oh, yes. Chris yes. is going to be so good at this. I know, because all the good ones were from the 80s and 90s. Okay. So maybe I have a shot here. Okay. So what, what we'll do is, it's multiple choice, but I'm going to read the quote, and we're going to see if, if you can guess it from- so Y'all don't blame me for cheating From the again. quote. And then if not, if we can't get it just from the quote, then I'll read the options. Okay. Okay. Quote. I don't know what to say except for it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Um, That's Peanuts. Mm. No. Wait a minute. What's the option? It's a live action. I'll read the options. I'll give you the options. A Christmas Carol, Home Alone, Christmas with the Cranks, or Christmas Vacation. That's Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. That's correct. Christmas vacation. Just in time for Christmas vacation. I love that movie. Only one thing in the world could have dragged me away from the soft glow of electric sex gleaming in the window. That's obviously a, a Christmas story. Yes. Did you know, by the way, that they had a part two? No. What? There's a reason you don't I know. I think I didn't know oh, that. Oh, was it bad? Oh. It apparently was. Oh, I got good. on this um, surfing hole the other night when I was watching that. <laughs> the the other acid. thing, when I realized I didn't have acid, so I couldn't continue watching that. <laughs> and um, they made a Christmas story too. Oh, um, and it, it, it you look it up. Is it rated X? Too. Like, if my parents catch it in the search history, are they going to be like having a sit no, down? No, it's supposedly <laughs> wholesome. Um, All right, so but it's just it's like a B movie. It like is it's bad. Yeah, it is an audio proof. It was Mom like, and Dad, if you come back for reference, Chris said, watch it. Chris said it was okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know and how much I'm going to trust said that. It was okay. It was straight to DVD. Let's put it that way. Oh, Ooh, yeah. It's not that's ideal. Bad. Unless that's you're bad. Disney, that's not good. Secondly, why would you think they would taint a Christmas story with that kind of stuff? I don't Grant, know. Listen, there was already a sexy leg saying, in the window. You I'm never know. I was about to say, I'm just putting it out there. That's Mom bad. and Dad. Okay. Chris said okay. to watch it. Moving Next on. One. Moving on. Okay. This one's really easy, but... Well, if you're Santa, what song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Elf. Well, happy birthday, of course. Dang it. Yes, it's Elf. Elf. Did you, would you have guessed Why'd you that? Why'd you say that so unenthusiastically? Uh, I don't know. I just said Elf. Elf. Am I just eating because I'm bored? The Santa Claus, Elf, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, A Christmas Carol. How the Grinch Stole Christmas? That is correct. Ooh. I love the Jim Carrey version. It's so funny. 
Uh, Actually, I'm not going. Mono in self loading. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's a Wonderful Life, The Santa Claus, The Polar Express, A Christmas Carol. Polar Express. It's a Wonderful Life. That's Both hard. of those are incorrect. Really? It is Polar Express? The Santa Claus. Oh. 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 That's, oh. That could have that fit in any one of those because all three of those movies are have about bells. something like that. Yeah. yeah. You know. This bell is a wonderful symbol of the spirit of Christmas, as am I. Just remember the true spirit of Christmas lies in your heart. Polar Express. Yeah, that's Polar, Polar Express. Polar Express, yep. This world is a true spirit. Strange, isn't it? Every man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? White Christmas, The Polar Express, It's a Wonderful Life, or Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle. It's a Wonderful Life. That is correct. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, come on. Come on. (laughs) What's what's the girl's name? Um I don't. Uh, Mary, come on, Mary. Uh, Mary. Oh, last of the moon. <laughs> we missed oh, last of the moon, Mary. Here's, here's a question. Yeah? Who in this room thinks Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I do. I've been told it is by my brother and dad. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay. Had to touch that. This is my yeah, house. Me I... Sorry. Are we done? Mary, come on, Mary. I'll, I'll give you the moon, Mary. People. I don't think don't I re- be grinchy. I don't get the re- Christmas spirit. We I don't. know. I'm trying to be in the Christmas spirit, but nobody let me spread my Christmas spirit. I don't think I've ever watched Die Hard. This is my house. I have to defend it. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. It's, it's, it's definitely uh, Home Alone. Yes, that is correct. One of them. Chris just looked at it's me Christmas Eve. It's it's the one night of year when we all act like a little nicer. We smile a lot, a little easier. We we cheer a little more. Four Christmases, Christmas vacation, a Christmas Carol, or Scrooged. Scrooged. Can you correct if I could speak English? English is hard. I don't think that there's any harm in not believing in a figure that many do acknowledge to be fiction. Miracle mm-hmm. on 34th Street, White Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life, A Christmas Carol. It's a Wonderful Life? I think it's A Christmas Carol. You're just guessing now. I am. You guys are terrible at this. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, that's literally about a girl uh, writing to like the newspaper saying she doesn't think Santa exists. Listen, I'm sorry I don't have the answers in front of me. That was so, the last one. Eric's Aww. favorite movie is The White Christmas, so he would know all of those. I love I The White Christmas. Dreamy. Once dreamy. We didn't get again, a White Christmas quote. I don't think quote. I've watched that movie. Sorry. It wasn't a white Christmas quote in there. Look it up. Good, because I would have been in trouble if I missed that. Yeah. His birthday is also on Christmas, and that's part of their tradition is that he watches that show. So if I had... Happy birthday. Merry Christmas, Eric. Merry Christmas. I love me some Bing Bing Crosby. Awesome singer. um, I hope that everyone has a great Christmas. I know that Jess, uh, Bogey, our cat, and I will have a great (laughs) first Christmas in our home. I have spoiled our cat like she's a child. Um, but I hope everybody, all of our listeners who celebrate Christmas, have a great Christmas, have a safe Christmas. Um, and for those of you who don't, I hope that you have a great week. And I hope that you are Wait, cheery. those of you that don't celebrate Christmas or those of you that don't have a great Christmas? Those of you who don't celebrate Christmas. Okay, just checking. Context. Yeah. Yes. So Context needed. Those of, you, those of you who do not celebrate Christmas, I hope you have a jolly week, even though, you know. Uh, have a holly jolly cold week. It's supposed to be I'm warm glad you though. Stopped there be- uh, well, yeah, it's going to be warm. It's probably going to rain. I've in my 17 years of living, I don't remember snow on I Christmas. Got, I got lucky. I had I had one. I remember having one. I'm from Christmas. Kansas, so we get snow all the time. We were going to go to Gatlinburg this week to go skiing, and there's no snow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So now we're going. Uh, confirmed yet but my mom sat me down sat us down at the dinner table and went so snowboarding or bahamas <laughs> well that's an interesting i option. know what i would pick bahamas so nice. when are you leaving i don't know i don't know yeah, look i've been to the know. bahamas you gotta first off don't rent the jet skis why uh, because they're they're already broken it's it's a racket um and secondly <laughs> i don't well, never mind. You're not old enough. Never mind. There's some great stuff in the Bahamas. 
<laughs> that you unfortunately will not get to see. Um, oh, wow. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. No questions. Wow, what a great episode. No further questions. Well, thanks for listening to Still Love You, bro. Uh, my name is <laughs> Where Jess we contribute here. to the yeah. delinquency of minors. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we have a Facebook page where if you'd like to report us for doing just that, you may go on there and do that. Um, we also have an Instagram, apparently, that we never uh, do anything with. But it's there. Um, I have an email address, uh, Jess, J-E-S-S-E, at stillloveyabro.com. Chris. Yep, mine's Chris at the same, stillloveyabro.com. And mine's Chloe, C-H-L-O-E, at stillloveyabro.com with a Y-A. Follow us on those social medias I just talked about. Um, we're available on all podcast platforms that you can find us on. I believe on Apple you can rate us if you'd like. Um, but until next time, I think it's time for us to sign off. So from the bottom of our hearts, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, all the rest, whatever else there is. There's a lot. There's a lot There's of a them. Lot. So happy holidays to all of our listeners. Stay safe, stay jolly, and be kind to each other. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Grant's going to come back from the Bahamas with, like, dreads with beads <laughs> No, he'll have the one he's Michael be... Scott dread, the, like, little tiny one that's like he's that He's going to open the door and smoke's going to follow him. Hey, man. Mickey Maka is the way to... What you doing, guys? Hey, no, man. this is what he's going to say. He's going to go, hey, can I watch that show with you now? <laughs> <laughs>